And one of the uh, greatest quarterbacks of all time was uh, Bart Starr of the Green Bay Packers. Now I'm a kind of a big Bears fan, so it's not often that I'm going to shine the spotlight on one of the Packers. But the uh, he was not only a great player, but also a more importantly a, a great human being. And a little later in life, you know, he was being interviewed, and he, he shared a story about his uh, at the time was his, his son Bart Jr. And this is back in 1967, the year the Packers won the Super Bowl. And uh, he had a couple of very young children at the time. And he had a deal with uh, his son that whenever he got an A at school, you know, he get a dime, which back then was pretty good. And uh, so this particular Sunday, the Packers lost, and uh, Bart Starr felt horrible because he, he thought he played terribly and let his teammates down. And being a great competitor, he was... Uh, feeling kind of miserable. Well, it, was, it was a long journey back to Green Bay. It was an away game. So he got back late at night and he was sore and he was just, just feeling very, very dejected. And he, he walked into the house, went up to the bedroom and on his pillow there was, a, uh, there was a note and it had been written by his son, Bart Jr. And he wrote, uh, Dear Dad, I thought you played a great game. Love, Bart. And he had uh, taped two dimes to the note. So, uh, but uh, he, uh, he said that, that just lifted his spirit incredibly and it came a little, a little perspective too that you know it's a game and there's some, a lot more important things there. And, but I, you know, the, the I'm sure his wife had a little something to do with that one too but the, uh, I think sensing the compassion and the love of, of, of those family members in good times and in bad times we, we all need that. And I think those two dimes are you know, symbolic, symbolic for him of uh, really of, of love and compassion. And uh, today as we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate something uh, very tangible, very real in the flesh. And that is our God taking on our humanity. And why did Jesus come into the world? You know, our Heavenly Father saw the plight of humanity and the impact of original sin and you know, the mess that things can be. And uh, our, our God is not distant, aloof, disconnected, but rather is born into our world, taking on our human flesh. Why? In order to lift us up, to bring us the good news of the gospel. The name Jesus means God saves. What does he save us from? He saves us from certainly the power of death, but also from our sins and all that stuff that can really damage us in this life. And there are probably all, we all have times where we're making the journey and we can maybe even feel like we're losing hope. But today we, we, we celebrate that Christmas and the birth of Christ. You know, we celebrate the, uh, uh, really, we, we look at the, the, the gospel and what Jesus did and the way he lifted people up. And you think about it, he was born in poverty. He was born in a manger, Bethlehem, it was a, kind of a small town. And you think the God of the universe would come in glory and splendor and triumph, but he's comes into the world in such a humble way, impoverished. And I think there's a significance in that because some of the first on the scene were shepherds. And uh, when it comes to the uh, socioeconomic status level, they were pretty low. And, and here is the God of the universe. And I think what he communicates to us that he is there to lift us up, to give us hope, to strengthen us in faith. And uh, sometimes we need that because of the losses in our lives and maybe it's maybe sickness or whatever the struggle might be. But uh, with the Lord alive in our hearts, well, we, we, know, we know a grace and a strength 
that helps us on the that helps us on the journey. There's significance in an element in this gospel today, where we hear that for Joseph and Mary there was no room for them in the inn. You know, the inn is symbolic of the human heart of our soul, and God never forces us to do anything. He always respects our freedom, and He's never going to force His way in. But will we open that door? receive him into our soul into the end and when we do what the Lord gives us is is wonderful amazing graces and he lets us know we're loved we're valued he gives us hope he gives us strength and he helps us to share that and if you ever sense in the quiet of the day it might be in the morning or the evening a quiet time when you're by yourself and you sense there's a yearning or a desire, um, sometimes even a, maybe even a feeling of emptiness, maybe a thought that there's, boy, there's got to be something more. And that's really the Lord gently inviting us to allow him deeper into the inn. And when we, because he's the bread of life. He's the one that satisfies the deepest hungers and yearnings and, and thirsts that we have. And I think it's very significant that we have the nativity up here right by the altar where we celebrate the Eucharist, because a, a, a manger was a feeding trough for animals. And who is Jesus? He's the bread of life. He's the one who's truly going to give us that nourishment to feed our souls with what we need the most. And that's his very presence. When we receive the Eucharist, that's the closest to God we get on this side of, of, of eternity. And as we receive today, may the Lord satisfy us with these deep, deepest of hungers, that we all have for love, for hope, that divine compassion. And he gives us that so that when we go out there in the world, and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of bad news. There's a lot of good news, too, that oftentimes doesn't make the news. But, the, uh, you know, there's a lot of brokenness out there in the world. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of incivility. Uh, disparate respect, oftentimes, for, for life. And I think the Lord counts on us to be his presence, to bring his light, to bring his hope. And just as he came to lift us up through our lives, we can also lift others up. That little story I shared with you at the beginning there, you know, a little boy doing that for his, his dad. And uh, we can do that for each other. Certainly family, but also for uh, even people we don't even know, to live the compassion of Christ to bring his light more deeply into the world. So may God bless all of you this Christmas. May his light shine upon you. May he nourish your soul with his presence. May we radiate his light and his goodness.